Hey, what's, what's up, up, guys? Oh, you oh, bitch. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> Fucking bastard, yo. <laughs> but did I just lose you? Did you just Fuck. get lost? Hey, what's up, you guys? My name is Yolitza. My name is Helen. <laughs> and we are Chicanx. <laughs> yo, guys, we got a treat for you. We got our special guest with us tonight. She's a longtime friend. Her name is... Actually, no. Present yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Caroline. Hey. hey. There you go. <laughs> so, guys, you know what month it is. Pride Month. Woo. 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 Let's celebrate love. Let's get fucking nasty. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline's nah. we're down. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she's she's gonna love the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so um oh, that being said, oh, you guys know that I that I went to um to Honduras recently, right? Yeah. Different vibes. What do you mean? When it comes to uh the pride uh uh-huh. aspect uh, um Bad? Just, uh, yeah, because they're very um I don't want to say it's a cultural thing. It's more so of a religious thing, and oh, and like yeah. it, like it, it triggered me and and it rubbed me a little bit in the wrong way. I think it's yeah. also different because they're one religious, and we live in New York. No, so here's here's the thing that I learned about this place. That well, just I'm thinking about places in general. Uh-huh. They view us as like this uh, animals. Uh, there's this Bible term, Sodom and Gomorrah, I think it's called. It's like this 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 yeah. city yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. like it's like Sin City. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. they allow everything. They allow this. They allow that. And it's like they painted us as like if the world's gonna end, it's gonna start there. In, in and if I felt some type of way, I felt some type of way. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so you guys are shitting on uh, this and that. Um, so I did this. Ter- I, I said this thing where it was this was in a in a in a christian setting i said this thing where because they were they had like slideshows uh displaying uh joe biden as like the fucking lucifer or something like that and that this asshole that's like tolerating because because joe biden joe, yeah so <laughs> he apparently they said that um that he is uh cutting ties with countries that don't allow um or that they, they don't agree with the uh lg or don't support the lgbtq really joe biden something like that he said that, you know, that he's cutting ties. I, again, this is what I'm getting from that little slideshow that I was showing over there. That they were saying that he had put a thing where it's cutting ties with other countries that don't um, that don't agree with the flag, with the pride flag. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that and then they're like, oh, he's, he's allowing this, he's allowing that. And then I just made this remark where it's like, okay, well, you're showing me that uh, my president is, uh, is not, is, is not, is, is in full support of uh of a uh, gay marriage and mm-hmm. all this stuff so like you guys are flaming him why isn't trump up there is it because he's christian or is it like what's, what's going You're on probably with that? flaming him before so but I, he's that's not, how like, it sparked the whole topic. that's how it sparked yeah. the whole thing and like i said it rubbed me the wrong way because they view it as like something wrong and i made like i made my shit like i talked my shit i wasn't yeah. gonna fucking just sit back and you know i talked my shit. i was like so you guys are preaching love why don't you just let love be love? Like, like yeah. you know, people don't choose who they're going to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. Like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm full on on that. And it's like, oh, no, but... And then they actually think that they can cure homosexuality. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's like it, curing being a heterosexual, you know? And it's just so stupid. It is. In the animal kingdom, everybody's gay, bi, or... Yeah. Like, Whatever you want. Yeah, so... Or are we to put some sort of mm-hmm. ties to it to love or exactly you know what i mean 
I feel like I didn't really understand it until I had my first mm -hmm. same-sex relationship. And mm -hmm. then I really understood it. Because I've always been, I mean, I've been bi since I was in high school, mm -hmm. so 15 years. But when I had my first girlfriend, mm -hmm. we'd walk around holding hands. That's when I felt it. And typically, we didn't get bad or dirty looks. But mm -hmm. that's another stigma if you're a lesbian or if you're a gay man. And I feel like when I'm with my gay friends, um, they always get dirty looks, like my yeah. gay male friends. But as a woman, it wasn't yeah, really I feel like, like it's that. different. Yeah. It was. A lot of men would actually see that as a you know like cat calling us or they mm. would make sexualize our relationship yeah um of course there were a few people who would give us like shocked looks and mm -hmm. that was surprising because if i'm walking on the street with anybody holding their hand i've never gotten this like exactly. shocked look yeah. so it was oh, like never like you know and it made me really think like it's not your business it's nobody's yeah. business nobody's place to Hell say yeah. anything about Anybody. Who I choose to sleep with, who I'm in bed yeah. with. Even with my mom, when I came out to my mom, I was like, it was in the kitchen, and I was like, hey, mom, look at this girl. She's like, who's that? I'm like, that's my girlfriend, I'm bi. She's like, what? Since when are you bi? She's like, all right. And then, like, a week later, I introduced her to her. So, but she was so open, and I'm mm -hmm. happy right. I have that, but a lot of people don't have that, and yeah. it just really hurts Sadly. me. Yeah. yeah, especially in Honduras, like that being this thing that is really triggering because. We are in New York, and we've yeah. always been very socially acceptable about mm -hmm. over a lot of things in New York. So to go to, like, Dubai, to go to Honduras, to yeah. go, I don't know, to go to India, yeah. you know, even going to certain, like, family parties or maybe your friend's Especially family parties, that. you can't say who you're with. Exactly. So I think we've gotten very spoiled, too, because we don't yeah. notice it. And there's still, like, over 70 countries where being gay is a sin, where yeah. you can get... Right. Yeah, you'll get beheaded, disowned, yeah. Shit, they'll kill yeah. you. And it happened recently over in, um, I'm not sure what country it was. It was in uh, the Middle East the where Middle it was, East, uh, yeah. you heard of him? A 21-year-old 20, guy, he got yeah. murdered and his what family were for it. His family were the one who actually ordered it they, to happen. What? Yeah, yeah. His his Over there, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, he was openly gay. He would go on social media. His family didn't like it. And they got, I think, the authorities involved. Like, the government mm -hmm. would get involved. The police would get involved. And they murdered him. Yeah, and they That's call it... It's up. some sort of, like... They call it something when they, like, kill for, for um, like, religious purposes. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. I can look it up, but... Hmm. Yeah, so when I thought about that, like, wow, people are still getting murdered, yeah. disowned, like, for being gay, for liking the same sex, for, for wanting to change their gender. Just, yeah. 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 It's so, so stupid. No, so it is. Sad. It's sad, yo. Especially, I was shocked when you said their own fab, their own flesh. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah, they oh, definitely. Like, one thing is disowning you, like, oh, okay, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to see you, and, and then to actually end murder, your life. Yeah. yeah. Like that's some other shit. Yeah. That's like that's hatred. that's that's yeah. hate. And and then no, it's it's she's she's speaking facts. There's places there where hate is celebrated. Like yeah, that. yeah. In, in ways that that's fucking that's hate that's hate crimes. It is. It's, it is. Yeah. And I think hate is celebrated all over the world all the time. I think okay. like we're naturally people who like chaos and destruction yeah. and mm. drama and conflict yeah. and we start and shit it. up. 
Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When Absolutely. things are too good, it's boring. If it's too mm-hmm. peaceful, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. You need to start something, and that's what the also like in relationships with your friend, yeah. your boyfriend, girlfriend. You know, like it's a like, little too peaceful. Yeah. Let me start something. Exactly. Imagine <laughs> a mass level where yeah. you're like in control of a country or a family. Where okay, something's wrong. You need to start something. Mm-hmm. And you start oh, a murder. Damn. Oh so, no, nah, nah, yeah. that's see, that's some next level yeah. worldwide shit. Like yeah. that's some, that's some uh, evil shit. But yeah. uh, speaking of like you know hatred and all that stuff, what do you think people find a balance spiritually uh, when it comes to all right? Well, I'm gonna live and let live. Uh, there has to be some sort of um, spiritual foundation when it comes to okay. W- there has to be something wrong with that either that cu- culture or that society. Where it's like they find it in themselves, because I'm pretty sure people wake up from it. Like even if you're raised in a in a in a certain setting where mm-hmm. you're taught that oh, that's bad, oh we should you know exile this person for for being for being gay people or for being that. People question it. Like why you're gonna wake up from it? And you're like, but, but why? What are they doing wrong? Yeah. They're just happy. They, they look happy. Yeah. Why is it wrong? Yeah. So people wake up. So you think that there's levels to spiritual where you're like in a spiritual setting where you're like you find out who you are as an individual rather than just be controlled by the masses i think so definitely yeah there has to be some level of spirituality there when you're fine you can sleep well at night yeah you're like you know what i haven't offended i haven't fucked up anybody where i can just lay in bed and you know i'm good like you Mm -hmm. know whether you're single whether you're with somebody whether you know you feel you don't feel as uh como se dice? you don't feel the weight the guilt of oh i just agreed with so and so that this is wrong that we shouldn't let them yeah. be happy you know there's got to be some levels to uh oh, there is for sure i think with spirituality the main thing is we realize that a lot of people are fear based so mm-hmm. if you look at somebody who hates another person because they're in a gay relationship mm-hmm. there's something in you that fears that is uncomfortable by it so when you get to a certain point or you know any kind of spiritual realm like you realize that a lot of the things that you're programmed to do are all based on fear whether it's feeling rejected by somebody or mm-hmm. feeling abandoned by another person it's all going into it with i'm scared i'm scared i'm scared yeah. but if you looked at it from a point of you know i accept this and i want to be loved and i see everything mm-hmm. with love and compassion then there's no way you can see somebody in a same-sex relationship and feel fear because all you do is feel love and it's also right. coming from a place of oneness we are all one whole thing and celebrating everybody and also it goes into like higher consciousness and what we see in front of us is Mm -hmm. so small you know we're operating on this like three-dimensional realm and there's so much more than meets the eye that we can even think about so if you think about it like that me being with a woman Mm -hmm. is nothing compared to everything else that's going on Mm -hmm. out there yeah, and I think we keep ourselves down as a society because yeah. we're always focusing on the same stupid things for thousands of years yeah. since the Roman times. Right. They were a bunch of bisexuals running around freely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been thousands of years and we're still on the same <laughs> stupid <laughs> things. It's over and over and over and over and nothing gets resolved. And nah. people say like history repeats itself, so watch history. And you can watch history, but it still gets repeated right. all yeah. the time. We fall in the fucking loop. Yeah, yep. 
So it's really about like, do you want to continue being in that loop or do you want to get out of this like sheep like mentality? Yeah. And I can understand feeling uncomfortable when you're being told like the same thing with race. You know, you get told like this person or people, you know, aren't good. So Mm -hmm. you grow up Uh thinking this and then you befriend somebody from any kind of social class or race and you're like oh they're actually really yeah, good like exactly. why was i regular told anything people otherwise? you yeah. wake, you wake up from yeah. that shit yeah the thing with being gay it's like oh like my brother ended up being gay like mm-hmm. it's not going to take away from our relationship for some people they're unfortunately it does yeah. yeah yeah but again i think that's being this like fear-based person mm-hmm. like what are you really afraid of right yeah. why does that make you uncomfortable you know, why, why are you scared of seeing these two people together? Like, what about that? Are you also gay? You know, do you feel like you might? I, I was like just, yeah. yeah. I was just going to bring that up. Homophobia. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know where I read this, that a high percentage of people that are homophobic mm. um, is based on the fact that they're probably closet double double locks, triple yeah. locks, super totally clay. Yeah, like, super sure. gay. Like, like they're afraid that they might get caught so it's better to mm-hmm. fucking hate so they don't get caught yeah so that's that right there's some fucking weird mindy twisty yeah. shit because it's like how the fuck do you hate somebody that you are yeah and or you think you might be you're scared this is where self-love comes into play yes. as well you Definitely. have to love who you are yeah. you have yes. to fucking every single day thing about you whether you fucking Mm -hmm. fart too heavily whether you snore (laughs) whether whether you have certain insecurities you gotta love your fucking insecurities you gotta love your 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 scars or where you fucking come from and that i believe that i think that has a lot to do with the root of 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 bigger problems Mm -hmm. because without self-love you can't fucking you can't accept someone else's happiness no if you're not fucking happy with yourself how, How the fuck, fuck are you yeah. going to be happy with everyone smiling around you? So that's, boom, what she said, fear. Mm-hmm. So fear and just hating yourself, not loving yourself, that just fucking, it just all ties in together. It fucks yeah. everything up. It fucks up your whole balance. It fucks up your day, and if your day's fucked up, you, you ever feel like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're not day. having a good day, you're like, you're bitter, yeah, yeah. You fucking want that energy you're all around. Because if you see, God forbid, you see someone smiling. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. why are you happy and I'm not? Bitch, because I love myself. Boom. Yeah. You know, yeah. It just, you know. And and I think people need to give themselves time to explore themselves. Not just more so in a spiritual way, but in a sexual way. Oh, yeah. And I'm I don't all think for there's, that. I don't oh think God. there's enough room for that. And they, we need to give these people room. Like, like parents out there, or parent listeners, give your child the room yeah. to do that self-exploration definitely to explore yeah. whether you know he either likes uh women he either likes men yeah. he likes both he likes to do this he likes to do that like how are you gonna know if yeah. you're not gonna try it yeah and it's such a normal thing and i think i mean i i have you know five brothers and one sister mm-hmm. um and I know growing up, like, you know, I once caught my little brother in the bathroom masturbating. Yeah. I was like, ew! <laughs> uh-huh. You know, but I think that's such a bad thing because you're making your, this, you know, whether it's your child or your yeah. sibling, feel shame and feel guilt towards yeah. sexual uh, feelings. So now they're going to repress that. So I think yeah. growing up and realizing, like, this person's a human and sexual 
being sexual is very human, a yeah. basic need. Right. So not to shame your child or that's what I loved you know? about your fucking mother. She was always about like <laughs> portate <laughs> mal. She always I, I forgot how uh, she says it. She's like portate mal pero cuídate or like yeah yeah. She's she's like yeah. She's like yes. do do what you want right now, but be safe. Yeah. yeah. Do you be have safe, a sister? Yeah. I do. And is she the same with your sister? She is, but um. She's more, my sister's more wild than me. Like, cause I was mm-hmm. just like, when being raised, I was more so um, to myself. Yeah, my you're a little the only more, child. Yeah, and my sister's a little bit more outgoing. Mm-hmm. And that's my mom's fear that she might be too outgoing. <laughs> and that, but I told her, yo, make mistakes. Make yeah. them now, but you know, do them safe. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think it's also because with women, it's always like, she can get pregnant with yeah. a guy. Meh. So it's always like, we, you know, women, especially moms, have this fear of like, yeah. I don't want her getting pregnant. <laughs> um, but I just, I do think if you're going to give that um, yeah. out to your son, also give it to your daughter. Because oftentimes yeah. you see the dynamic completely imbalanced. Exactly. It's like this. Because I've had plenty of like people in my family and my aunts talk to their sons like they're joking around about sex. But when it comes to their daughters, they're very overprotective. They're like, no. And, you know, you have to come off a certain way, be a certain way, look a certain way. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Equal on yeah. both ends is what yeah. you're saying. But yeah, I do absolutely. love that. Yeah, yeah. Like let your children know that there's something to be ashamed about like you're yeah, gonna no. have sex just protect yourself don't be stupid protect yourself mm-hmm. wear a condom have something let them wear Get a condom tested. yeah if you're gonna have sex do it in my house upstairs yeah i'm not right. gonna look at you like you know you're crazy or look at you sideways because right. that'd be me being a hypocrite as well yeah. exactly. you know it's like mm-hmm. when did i first have sex so for me to look mm-hmm. at my daughter and my son like they're crazy for masturbating <laughs> you know <laughs> You have kids as young as nine masturbating, and I think it is important to have yeah. that in the house. And, you know, like, <laughs> Not me. You know? Like, this is very normal, but just... But then you have that talk, like, who you can and can't speak to. And just be real with them. I yeah. think it's, it's also, like, I have this thing it's where... It's the support yes, that they need, especially yeah. growing up and you're having mixed emotions. That too, because you're confused about yeah. your body and everything. Liking yeah. Everything's changing. Yeah, and you look at your parents for guidance. If your parents are fear based and they're just yeah, like, "Don't do like, this and don't, don't do, do that. that," don't touch that. You know, and a lot of yeah. crimes that happen when it comes to sexual assault is because we take away mm-hmm. sex. People yeah. are freaked out over it. Right. You know, when it comes to like being raped. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of violent crimes or hate crimes. When it comes to sexual assault, is because this person was repressed. Yeah. Right. So that could really take away a oh, lot yeah. of different issues yeah, that circulate sense. around it if people weren't so afraid and saw it as a sin. And yeah. Yeah. again, I feel like we need, like, thinking about other countries, thinking about, like, underdeveloped countries as well, places yeah. where, you know, the media can't even reach. Like, these are the places that really need to yeah, they, grow they, yeah. more because, they again, like, I don't up. think I see it here, but. Mm-hmm. there's yeah no no yeah and then um like I, I, I can't name the person but uh this also happened in, in one of these uh, foreign countries um she um got molested by i believe i think is uh, either a friend of the family or, or a really close uncle mm-hmm. um and she couldn't say she had to like literally just shut up about it because she couldn't say this because it was in, in that no and in that setting they were always going to take uh, the adults, especially if he's a male, mm. his word over her. Uh-huh. And yeah. it was going to fuck up the whole family dynamic. Oh, so yeah. this girl was worried about Withheld the dynamic that. of her family. 
or this or that or that of them of her being you know rejected or whatever um over the fact that something fucking traumatizing just happened to her and she couldn't even she worried about the wrong things yeah she worried about the wrong she thing. worried about the wrong things and then when like she told me that i was just like fuck like like how do you like it over here there's fucking laws there's so many outlets there's where you so can reach help, yeah and it's like um and there's more now because there's the um I, I forgot what it's called where it's like if it happened to you before you can still talk about it now i forgot what it's called um the, the me too movement? the me too movement or something like that uh-huh. or i don't know if it's, it's it ties, uh, i don't know i don't know some, if it's something, something like that, like that yeah, right yeah. but you know just things like that that there's so much more <laughs> outlets too. Yeah, it's, it became it's, a joke. I feel like the yeah, everybody was coming up like, "Hey, hey!" I also this happened, and uh huh. You know, like, have you heard of um, what's his name? Aziz. Um, he's a comedian, a short Indian comedian. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. Masters of none. Uh-huh. So he had a girlfriend, right? And mm-hmm. he wanted her to go down on him, and she goes down on him, but then she didn't. She, I guess, she felt like disgusted, or she didn't mm-hmm. like it. So then, after everything is said and done, she says, "You know what? I feel like you forced me to go down on you." And he yeah. was like, "What do you mean?" Like, fuck. <laughs> and she, yeah, I guess, like he was, you know, holding her head down, and uh. but she was, she started saying, you know, accusations against him that he basically raped her. Mm-hmm. And then later on, she came out saying, like, I just didn't want to do it. I felt forced to do it. Mm-hmm. But I did willingly do it. And yes, we were also were in a relationship. So because of that, but, his yeah. show was almost canceled. And I oh, thought, shit. like, this also goes against, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of other accusations are just coming up. People are like, well, I kind of didn't feel comfortable. Which is such a fine line because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that you didn't feel um, assaulted. But... Right. I just feel like that movement became something else. Yeah, no, Actually, like you had, yeah. it, it came up with good intentions and it just became uh, yeah. something fucking. Yeah, like different. completely. Yeah. Also for clout, like with the Kevin Spacey, that like uh-huh. he had some teenage boy who was they were hooking up, and uh, he was also an actor, mm-hmm. and I guess he wanted Kevin Spacey to give him some sort of recognition, yeah. which he didn't. So then years later, he comes out and says, you know what? He was actually, we were having sex and I was mm-hmm. underage. So technically yeah. now he's a pedophile. And yeah. that's why he's no longer on TV. He got taken off of House of Cards. The and the thing is, like, this person was oh, perfectly yeah, yeah, fine yeah, yeah. with it up Shit. until he didn't give him what he wanted. Yeah. So. Damn. At the end of the day, like, I get that, like, you know, underage sex. Right. But come on. I knew what the hell I was doing when I was 15, 16. I knew yeah. who I was having sex with, yeah. and I was willingly doing it, even if you were 30. It looks gross on your end, I'm sure, but for me to sit there and say that you raped me or that it was assault, right. mm-hmm. I'm like, no. So, yeah. yeah, I do think it got very, like, sticky. It, it, it gives people cards. It gives people, yeah, like, okay, literally. all right, this is this card I'm going to have on my sleeve. If shit doesn't work out exactly yeah, yeah. you just have it right there like mm, okay damn bro that's oh man that's uh, well the whole uh, yeah. the whole cancel culture is a whole nother thing that yeah. i don't want to get into again we always, <laughs> we always end up yeah. there yeah. <laughs> but, but i do get it like when you have something happens in your family dynamic and you're afraid to go against a person and yeah. also what if when you do tell your mom or your dad they don't believe you you know right because yeah. I, I, I know plenty of women on my circle who mm-hmm. unfortunately were assaulted or molested by an uncle, um, by someone really close in their immediate family. Mm-hmm. And when they went out and told their parents, the parents blamed them. 
why didn't you tell me sooner did you like it why did you wait all this time to tell me yeah he wouldn't do that you're a liar you're a whore you know especially when your dad's Mm -hmm. the one telling you this so you feel like what's the point of me saying anything and i mean i get it it is uncomfortable especially if that's somebody who's always coming to the house right but i think there's always that feeling of like what if my parents don't yeah believe me or what if they don't cut ties with this person the fear that's yeah. the fucking fear yeah. or being looked at as like you created all of this stress and yeah. now we can't have a family reunion because let's be real like a lot of people are they're yeah. so they're fucking hypocrites hypocrites <laughs> double <laughs> standards they say things like oh i wish my daughter would have told me or if that was my family but then when it happens in their family they're all hushed they don't want to say anything i want to create scandals within the family yeah, yeah. and i've met so many families oh, that man. are just yeah. liars they're late they hide a bunch fake. of stuff yeah they double. hide no, horrible no, things not my family though <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. double sta- yeah, I was, i'm glad she she brought up double standards um good segue <laughs> yo so i got i got one for you because you know now that i got you guys here um so there's this thing this little video that i saw on ig um whether they were asking the uh these uh two females are like oh if uh if a if a if a girl can opt out of motherhood um you know abortion uh can a man opt opt out out of being a dad being a dad child support or being there yeah being there child support or would just you know being a dad like let's just say for example i don't want to be a dad Mm -hmm. the girl was like no i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna have the kid yeah Mm -hmm. i i I don't want the kid because from the from the start from the start oh i I don't want to hear oh but you should have been wearing a condom you should have been wearing a condom like you get me it gets both ways yeah, if you yeah. want Doesn't protection is condoms? protection is both ways i don't want to hear that oh yeah. but the male the, no because we're talking equal rights here right mm-hmm. so yeah. boom so let's just skip that part i don't want to be a dad you have you know it's your body your choice i get that but i don't want be to a be dad. a father and then you know she doesn't or the other way around i want to be a dad let's keep it yeah i don't want I'm, i already made the uh the appointment the appointment what's up with that i feel like it's a little different when uh, i don't know because <laughs> if he wants to be a dad just have the kid and and dump it on him yeah. or well you know give, give the kids him, him the custody and yeah, yeah give him the custody and stuff like that that's that's one way around it yeah but the other way around i don't but know but the other way around it, it's like it gets that's where it gets a little uh, tough yeah especially with laws i don't yeah and these that's girls like hard territory now and these girls were just like oh that's just the way it is no, like that was the I most. I don't agree. I feel like honestly, mm-hmm. if we are having sex and I get pregnant and I, it's my choice to keep the baby, you know, because there are mm-hmm. also those times where the man's like, I want to have it, and the woman's like, No, yeah. my body, I'm not having this kid. Mm-hmm. So if I choose to have this child, knowing that you do not want to be a parent, it is now my full responsibility to take care of this kid, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't expect anything from you. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. I don't think it should be this well we had it together because at the end of the day if i got pregnant right now and i don't mm-hmm. want to be a mom anytime soon yeah and if the person i'm with is like no but i really want this child honestly that's not your choice i don't mm-hmm. want to be a parent right. so i understand especially because at this point it's like the woman has all the choices and yeah, i do think there's a right. lot of inequalities when it comes yeah. to that exactly. like having uh standards or you know um having certain like what would the word be and I would just say like standards for men and how they should be or how they should come. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with that. You know, I don't. I think um, 
if you want to have the kid and he doesn't, then you need to understand that's your responsibility and not try to make this person's life hell yeah. just because you're having a kid with him. Right. You know, because oftentimes it's like, also, why would you want to have a kid knowing they're not going to have a father? Yeah. I mean, unless you just really want this kid, then you're good, sure. But I do feel like oftentimes right. it's because you want to kind of like entrap this person. Exactly, yeah. yes. That's, That's where another it gets card. Sticky. Yes, yeah. another card that you can play. Oh, you don't want to be with me? Boom. Yeah, now or not even the person, to. but like maybe like their family or maybe uh -huh. they have money or maybe, yeah. you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. So it's I've like, why do you really want to keep this child if you can't afford to raise it? Yeah. Exactly. And why? Mm -hmm. so then it becomes like your intentions are impure and then you're bringing in this kid with all these intentions mm -hmm. it's already starting off so bad yeah you know we're already so traumatized as it is and then you have people doing the same mistakes over and over, and over, and over again <laughs> generations yeah. and generations oh yeah and they say that we're so advanced now <laughs> we're advancing when, when it comes to our phones but yeah. i don't know about the lifestyle choices that yeah, we're yeah. i think we're advanced when it comes to mental things but not emotional aspects i feel like a lot mm. of people even a lot of people who are very smart and book smart seem to be very emotionally stagnant. Yeah. 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 They just don't know how to process their own feelings, how to be vulnerable, how to be open, how to express themselves. Uh -huh. But hey, I just bought a Tesla, you know, but I have five <laughs> companies. But yeah, I'm never open and I can't express how I'm feeling to you. And I'm like a robot and, right. you know, and it's like. So I think, yeah, we, we come a long way when it comes to, um, like, certain shit. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to being an emotional being, there's so much to learn. Oh, there's yeah. There's so much. And I'm very fucking emotional. I'm, like I said before, I'm a fucking cancer. I'm emotional oh, as I son. get. <laughs> I'm I wonder what your moon sign is. That's uh, also your emotional being. Like your, really? your moon is your emotional being. It's your body. It's how, what makes I you feel like I know all of my stuff, but I, I can show you an app later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of abs, oh, you sent it to me, right? She she did this test where it's like, how, how was was the title of it like sexual deviant or something like that? Ooh. Yeah, something like that. It's um, it has like your percentages of how dominant you are, how submissive you are, if like like all your kinks. Got it. You know what? I have my theories on that. If you're somebody who's very powerful in real mm -hmm. life, a politician, anybody who runs a show, I feel like they usually like to be dominated. Yeah, bedroom. but if you're somebody who doesn't really have a, um, you know, like for example, I would say just me in itself. Mm -hmm. Like uh -huh. I think in my relationships, I in the past, mm -hmm. and this also will go into like you know, um, being with them for the first time later yeah. on. So like when I was solely with men, I felt like I needed to always wear the pants. Uh -huh. And growing up with my mom, she always wore the pants. She was very right. independent. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it wasn't in the best of ways. It could be kind of demasculating as well, which yeah. I, growing up, I didn't see it that way. But mm -hmm. as I got older, I realized that's not the way to talk or treat mm -hmm. someone, um, you know, to your man. Yeah, like, yeah. you want your man yeah. to feel like a man and play his role. And um, so I always wore the pants. But in the bedroom, I like being very submissive. You know, there were things that you could call me in the bedroom that could never be said outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, we would break up right then and there. So, like, my theory is, like, people who are really powerful in real life mm -hmm. like to be controlled. You know, they might want to be peed on or, you know, like, pegged. Just, like, really get yeah. down there. Holy but then shit. you have vice versa. who's like, big or bad. But in the bedroom, they're, like, a little softy. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah like I've, that happens I've, yeah yeah it happens yeah <laughs> and when i was with like my first ever like real girlfriend um so you know being with she was also bisexual 
mm-hmm. she was coming out of a long-term relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. So we already had these dynamics. I'm the woman, you know, you're the woman. Mm-hmm. This is our role. And so oftentimes I ask myself, like, you know, I would I felt more into my masculine energy. Like mm-hmm. I'm buying you gifts or I'm going out on dates. Yeah. Or I'm the one planning things. And it made me feel so imbalanced in that relationship. And I would always say things to her like, you know, I feel like the man, like, like who's the man, who's the woman, blah, 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 which is kind of silly because we're both women. Yeah. And it really just does yeah. go into like your energy. And I just mm-hmm. feel like I was more of a dominating energy because I always just took action and she mm-hmm. didn't. But I kind of saw that as, I'm not, like, is there something wrong with me? When mm-hmm. in actuality, it's just this is who this person is. Yeah. They're more a submissive person. Oh, okay. And so being in that relationship later on when I started to hook up with guys again, it made me really appreciate masculine male energy because mm-hmm. they took the lead. Yeah. And although right. I do like taking the lead here and there, I don't want to feel like I'm doing everything. Yeah. And so it does create a huge imbalance in the relationship. And I'm no longer sitting here like I wear the pants and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I think we both have our roles interchangeably and it'll change here and there. But I do think that, you know, like I say role like very loosely because I don't think we should fit in any specific yeah. role. Yeah. But I do think that when um, a man to feel his best self, like he needs to protect and lead. Yeah. And if I take that away from him, right. he's not going to feel like a man. He's not going to show up for me the way yeah. I want him to. And then if we have kids together, what's that showing my sons? Yeah. So I think it really right. goes into like knowing that, yeah, you're independent, you're a bad bitch, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But this man has a role in society and he has a man that he's been yeah. programmed, you know, since birth. And even like your na- your natural like nature, like if you were to grow up in the middle of an island by yourself without any kind of context of media, you would still feel into your masculine role immediately. Yeah, so for instinct. me to sit there and try to take that away from you, um, I don't like that. So and now I look at relationships so differently. So mm-hmm. being with another woman really changed my mind um when it comes to being with a man as well mm-hmm. so it helped me out in a lot of ways because i was really immature in that aspect and i always felt like my man needs to do this like if i get into a fight or get into an mm-hmm. argument i'd say I'd, I'd be the first one to be like well my man's over there and he's gonna kick your ass <laughs> and um but now I've, I've changed that completely and even being with another woman you know i think the person i was with just so happened to not be really compatible with me because mm-hmm. they were more submissive and I wanted somebody to take action. And that's not just a man. It's just about the person's personality. Some people take action. Mm-hmm. Some sit back. So yeah. Their characteristics is, is basically it. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you touched on, on compatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think... Um, because I, I think we we talked about this, right? Like horoscopes-wise and stuff like that. Like we finding, finding yeah. on the compatibility. Oh. What is your... Um, I don't want to say your diagram, but like your 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 checklist. Who do you who do you who do you find? What do you look for? What do you look for in a person? In a partner, it could be a male or to be compatible yeah. with them, like long term. Um, okay, well, automatically, I need to be like physically attracted to you. Like, mm-hmm. I want to look at you, and if I had a dick, I need to like get erected. Like every time I see you, that's really important <laughs> to me. I want to desire you fully. Um, 
physically and emotional aspects i want you to be very emotionally intelligent and Uh in tune with yourself man or female be in tune with your feminine energy and know when to be vulnerable and open and i really like people who are um like if we're going into horoscopes or astrology, like a lot of water signs, because they're deep, they believe in oneness, they're usually very spiritual and intuitive people. That's really important to me. And um, of course, somebody who knows when to step up and take the lead, and they know how to lead, and they're confident in their abilities to do so. And of course, somebody who's smart, I'm book smart, intellectual, somebody who can have stimulating conversations with me, um, who, you know, follows what's going on in Mm -hmm. the world on a day to day. But that would definitely be the order, because to me, being emotionally intelligent is a lot more important than, um, I don't know, like, hey, I own five businesses and drive a Tesla. Yeah. But I don't know what I'm feeling right now. And I can't tell you and I can't even have a conversation with you because I'm a very emotional being. Mm -hmm. um, And so I need somebody who can like you know mirror me in that sense so that's really 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 important but of course you know long term i need you to hold your own too and be your own person and be an individual and that's why i want you to take action and take the lead when you need to but also let me know like let me take my lead when i need to so yeah definitely somebody who's just very balanced somebody who's balanced in all aspects when it comes to emotional Mm -hmm. mental and spiritual so and I think that like when I think when I talk about like being open, vulnerably open, I think mm-hmm. that's in itself being a spiritual person. So that's really important to me going forward. Like I want somebody who's a spiritual that's person. Good. Shit. That's sick. Like, yeah. I don't know what I want. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that no. that's where I was gonna go yeah. into. So um now basically almost the same uh question. Did you know this beforehand? In no, your- I didn't if you had you asked me maybe two years ago, what what do I want? It wouldn't have been the same mm-hmm. as now. I mean, I always wanted somebody who was very open, but I didn't know what that was. Right. And then, um, you know, as I dated around, like my last boyfriend, he is such a, a level-headed, rational, emotionally intelligent person. And he always comes um, into a situation from that point of view first. He's very um you know he just always knew how to control a situation if it escalated which i really liked and we could also talk about a bunch of different things and he's very attuned with his emotions and he's not afraid to talk about it i think a lot of men don't like talking about their emotion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and maybe they think it makes them less manly um Technically, it is you being more on your feminine energy, which is really important. But a few years ago, no, I wouldn't have said the same thing. I think I was also prioritizing a few years ago just being more so like emotionally open. But now I want both. Like, and I'm realizing you you can be both. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm both ways. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna be emotional, but I'm also gonna be rational and logical. And yeah, in the past, I mean, I've definitely been like <laughs> the most irrational, the most crazy, the most like imbalanced person so it's taken me a long time to get to this place and yeah i can say confidently that i know exactly what i want in a person and the next person that i get with it's going to be a long-term partnership it's not just sitting here Mm -hmm. to fuck around because honestly we can all fuck around you know we we live in hookup culture yeah so if i want to just fuck around with you then you know come over we'll fuck around and that's really it and even that i still need you i still need a friendship 
Like right. when it you comes to fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't yeah. be there fucking a robot. Like, I, and you know, or a serial killer. Like, I want to know what you do, yeah. what you like. And also, it's more passionate and more yeah. intimate. Yeah. If we're having sex and I, I know you, I, I want to do <laughs> even more that. things to you. Right? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, that's just like who I am and I mm-hmm. want it. And, you know, in every aspect. But yeah, like um, I definitely know what I want now going forward in a person. Good. A lot of trial and error. <laughs> That's what that was. We have it. some we have some listeners out here Um, that I mean, let, let's face it. Not everyone, even to this day, you you might say, yeah, you, you you've evolved from the person you were. Mm-hmm. But like I always hear this shit. Oh, oh so and so is old. He has 30 something years old, 40 something years old. Mm-hmm. That guy has his life figured out. You don't. Mm-hmm. learn this is exactly the, yeah. the the example i wanted to to show our listeners um you don't stop growing no you don't stop learning and if you do sums Some, up something something's up. up because life is ever-changing yeah. you have to fucking adapt some adapt some change some evolve with it and some fucking rediscover themselves in a way where fuck i was um i've known people that i met them in high school and it was, uh, for example, Johnny. Now her name is Esmeralda. <laughs> you oh, get me? Yeah. So it's like you never stop growing. You never yeah. stop rediscovering yourself. You're rediscovering yourself. And that right there, dude, it's like um, it, it just ties in with self-exploration. Like, all like again, I cannot end self-love too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Once yeah. you once you reached um, that climax... When you're like, all right, I love myself, da da da. I I I I can be with my uh with myself for X amount of period, and it doesn't irk me. I don't I don't feel you know, and just everyone has issues. Everyone has their own shit. Everyone has their own baggage. You have to stop being fearful of other people's acceptance of non acceptance of you. Mm-hmm. So that being said, um, I got a question. When do you think that being with someone as like as a partner mm-hmm. when do you think that their toxic or their toxicity <laughs> fucks with your peace of mind and if so do you drop it immediately or do you have this uh this syndrome it's called uh you want to fucking fix him or her mm-hmm. <clears throat> i think that depends on the person well, it depends on the person where yeah. they actually have the patience enough to try to yeah. fix the person. Yeah. But let's just say. I'm fucking fixing nobody. You're not fixing anybody. I'm not fucking fixing nobody. You're not, you're not fixing it. If someone fucks with your peace of mind, you're dropping them A1 right there. Somebody you're in love with. Somebody you're in love with. Oh, you've, 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 yeah, you've. Like in a oh, fuck. <laughs> um, and, and I've been in relationships and I've, I haven't, like, loved somebody. Woody, what? Like, <laughs> like just, just been in relationships. Like, oh, um, oh, like you just, we're, 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 you enjoyed his company. Yes, like enjoy someone's company. Okay, so like, and if something you happens, haven't, you haven't emotionally invested that much into. I mean, my last relationship. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, what ended my last relationship was me. I couldn't love him without loving myself, so I had to end it. Right. So yeah. okay. Yeah. That's so I, yeah it's it, no it's, it's i'm not fixing nobody though well um if i really like them like we had some problems mm-hmm. um we we worked them out again i think communication is is key is key for me on my on my part but did um, i say it was key um uh chemistry. you guys said 
chemistry. chemistry. And she yeah, said, trust. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So so here was my little argument mm-hmm. with, with, with chemistry. And it just ties into, you said that your partner, you know, you have to physically be aroused by looking at the person, right? Mm-hmm. That's a little part of chemistry. And also, um, you also said um, you have to have like this conversation with them. Like you can hold a conversation with the person, right? Definitely. That ties like, into chemistry. Yeah. Here's another stimulation. Th- stimulation. Mental stimulation. Mental stimulation. Yes. I like that fucking I like one. that shit. I like that shit. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I have, um, and I have had um, sec- like tremendous um, mm-hmm. sexual chemistry with a person who didn't mentally stimulate me. Yeah, which was like interesting for me because usually like I go all in, so like right. you know, but that has happened where it's like the sexual aspect is so good, so sexual chemistry is yeah. off the roof, but everything else isn't so much. Yeah, they be like a bag of bricks or something. Right, you're like, uh, you, yeah. you, 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 you come with the person and then you and then you like, wake what? up from it and you're like, yeah, what well, now? Like, okay, uh, I'm done. So. Yeah, we, 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 we weren't together, though. Like, I'm talking more so, like, hookup up, Hookup, hookup yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I couldn't be with somebody like that, you know? No. At right, that point, right. I would just know right then and there, like, we're not mm-hmm. compatible. And that, too. So, a few years ago, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't think about compatibility. I would just think, I really uh, like you, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm really into you. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you want to have five kids and I don't, you know? I don't care <laughs> if you want to live in New York forever and I want to live in Portugal. Mm-hmm. I would always see it as, like, I just want you. And yeah. now, you know, this past year, I think I've grown so much in that aspect because compatibility has become such a, like, that's the number one thing that we need to cross off. Mm-hmm. Are we right. even compatible? Like, yeah. despite the sexual chemistry or mental stimulation, mm-hmm. do you want the same things in life? You know? So I think a lot of people ignore compatibility and go straight into, like, this person can make me look good or mm-hmm. I'm, or the, you know, or they make me feel good or like yeah, they kiss so good, but right. who cares about that in five years from now? Yeah. Yeah. And then when it comes to the whole fixing thing, like I've definitely, I've, I would always want to fix people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I would look at people as projects, like how can I help them? And, right. um, you know, my last, last person I dated, um, she once told me at one point, she was like, I don't need you to help me with this. Mm-hmm. And I felt so offended and I was so upset that it made me feel like she didn't need me, like I was being rejected. Mm. So it also, I think, can go into like, you know, what you deal with as a person. And I definitely dealt with a lot of like fear of rejection mm-hmm. and people pleasing. So in a sense, it was like, I want to help her so she could want me. It was like me controlling the situation. Yeah. Like the more I help her, the more useful I am to her. The more I can be here, the more I feel like I should be. Because part of me felt like I shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. So it goes into, like you said, self-love, which ties into like spirituality because it, it teaches you, like, you know, I think with spirituality, we also talk about holistic health and, and going into like your mental state and combining all of them. Like, why do I always feel rejected by people? Where does that stem from? You know, why do I have social anxiety? Why do I feel like I need to be like diminished? Why do I feel like I can't be seen? Mm. So I think it goes into like you breaking down like what this means. And then eventually you'd be like, it's not my fault. Like I'm not a bad person or I don't suck or this can change or I can be better. And that ties into finding new ways to love yourself. Right. You know, instead of feeling like guilt and shame and stuck. Yeah. Into all being these who you, you are like. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Nah. So, yeah, I definitely did. Um, I felt like I needed to be needed all the time by, um, by everyone. Otherwise, I felt like my role 
wasn't, um, I don't know, adequate. Like, mm. it, but it came down to me not feeling adequate with mm. the person. Like, right. oh, I'm not enough. I need to do this. And I think that stems from me growing up with, you know, I'm the eldest of five, and I took care of all of my siblings. Yeah. So I was always needed by my siblings or my mom in some sense. And yeah. then as I got older, my friends, like, I felt like they also needed to need me. My partners needed mm-hmm. to need me. And I would abandon myself and what I had to do for me to help somebody else. Yeah. And I would call myself a manager. Like, I'd be like, I'm being the greatest <laughs> manager, but I would completely mm-hmm. abandon everything about myself like working out eating good sleeping like mm-hmm. and I, I felt like i just in turn i would honestly abandon myself in every way possible and that was my last relationship and that's mm. why like i've been single for almost a year now and made me realize that um i never want to be that way again in anything and why it's so unhealthy mm-hmm. and where yeah. it even came from because it was like i was just like living like unconscious like just doing shit on autopilot because it's mm-hmm. what i was used to doing yeah. yeah and then i had to really stop and be like what am i doing and like we had a very toxic very unhealthy relationship like i mean it, it probably would have gotten physical at one point like you know i could see us like wanting to kill each other honestly because wow. it was just shit. so unhealthy like she would do things to get me jealous i would yeah. do things to get her jealous you know she would be like yeah i'm hanging out with so-and-so but she wasn't and then i would do the same thing like yeah i'm gonna go see this person <laughs> but i wasn't so we would do the same things to each other and it was Duh, just man. so yeah. unhealthy yeah. like it was insane. Like, if she didn't answer the phone, I put my phone on airplane mode. Like, ha, now you can't contact me. Mm-hmm. But imagine Jesus. how much mental energy that takes. <laughs> nah, yeah, so absolutely. You know? From the time that I woke up, time so went to bed. Work. It's like, if we didn't love each other, we were self we were destructive towards each other. Yeah. So it was a very destructive relationship, and it came down to compatibility. We were not compatible in that moment. Mm-hmm. We just, we weren't. Like, we both needed to heal on so many levels and this yeah. person would you know like yeah it just it wasn't it wasn't good it was unhealthy it was so and i stayed um and she broke up with me so i probably would have still been in a very toxic relationship and completely <laughs> lost yeah. myself until right. i uh, until something snapped me out of it but like it was just it was the worst um the, the most unhealthy relationship ever and then like my boyfriend before her he was so level-headed and rational and he was a calm one i was the the one that was a bit more you know hard to deal with mm-hmm. so to be with somebody who was like me oh my god it opened up my eyes <laughs> you know because this person would know what i was doing and i would know what she was doing because mm-hmm. we were alike in a lot of ways not in every way a lot of ways we were alike for sure and then after we broke up like you know she broke up with me and um i just sat side in bed and hugged myself Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I ever did that. But I felt like a rag doll. I felt like this person was just taking me around, like, the mm-hmm. room, like, dragging me by my hair, like, doing whatever she wanted. And I was just there, like, okay, like, use me, use me, use me. I felt so used and gross and, like, low. And, yeah, yeah. I guess held myself. And after that day, I was like, I never want to feel like this ever again in my life for another person, ever. And I think, you know, because I survived, like, that breakup, I could survive anything. honestly because i was so like madly in love with this person Mm -hmm. and like they broke up with me um you know they pretty much ghosted me so like you know at that point you're like devastated and now i'm already somebody who abandoned myself who already Mm -hmm. feels rejected who already feel fears abandonment so now Mm -hmm. i'm just like oh my god i have nothing but yeah like i feel like you do sometimes need to go to the bottom to shine back on top so to pull yourself out yeah yeah Yeah. 
telling you, yo, I'm taking fucking mental notes. Son. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking mental notes because, like I said, you never stop growing. Yeah. But, you yo. don't. <laughs> Shit always happens in life. And you have to, like, realize, how can I come back up? In the yeah. best way, in the most graceful the way. Most, yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. not give anybody your energy in that sense. Like nobody's mm-hmm. gonna take me out of character, exactly. ever. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, uh, and that just goes with um, us as a society. We just you see we, each individual. Uh, we we all go through our stuff. We all, um, we all learn to either love someone and love ourselves, mm-hmm. and kind of goes back a little bit. And there's people that are trying to stop that. There's people that are trying to stop love. Yeah, which is so ridiculous. Like, you're going to stop two people just being who they are. And I honestly didn't even feel part of Pride up until, um, I would say, like, fully embraced it last year. Because yeah. I had never yeah. been with a woman. So yeah. it was like, yeah, I'm bi. And that too, there's a big stigma around bisexual mm-hmm. women that were, like, whores. And, like, we just want everything. And why can't mm-hmm. we pick a side? And that were very promiscuous. There's mm-hmm. this, like, weird stigma of, like, if yeah. you're bi you're promiscuous and you know you're gonna have a threesome with every Mm -hmm. partner you're with or something so i feel like because of that stigma i didn't really feel a part of the lgbtq community because Mm -hmm. there was like there's a lot of lesbians that um well first of all like if i'm trying to date a lesbian Mm -hmm. and i tell her i'm bi no like yeah this happens so often what? like nope, yeah no nope. like they don't thing. give you a shot no what no and there were a few women that i was talking to who were really vibing for weeks you know and i wouldn't say it i didn't want to tell them yeah, because yeah. i knew ah. and so and then eventually it's like you know what they're gonna have to know like i'm right. bi oh no 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 we can't talk anymore like i'm sorry it's a personal choice i don't date bi women so like mm. that was happening after like i fully came out and then before that I just realized that in a lot of lesbian communities, they would typically talk down about bisexual women as well. Mm -hmm. So you kind of feel like, well, I don't really fit in with the lesbians and I'm not gay. So you're like in your own separate little corner. And so I never felt like I was a part of the community because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then once I officially got with a woman and I realized like I could... You know, I would, I could, I would gladly marry a woman and like start mm-hmm. my life with one. So like, no, like I am a part of this community, right. and it doesn't make me less than because I choose to like both genders. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of it comes from again fear and more hate, which is kind of sad because it's already a, you know, like we had to make our own community to feel included. And now it's in the community. Yeah, and, and now we're, ex- yeah, now you're in- uh, excluding other people. Yeah. That's how I see it. You know, like I've have hung out with a bunch of lesbians and like, yeah, like it's like it can sometimes go into like man hating or just mm-hmm. like talking down on, on bisexual men. Like, how can you even date a man? I don't get it. What do they bring? <laughs> I don't understand. Which honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like when I first like started really getting into women, I uh-huh. would think like, why did I ever date a man? Because most men were not in tune with it. Like, honestly, yeah. it feels like you're dating your best friend. Yeah. You know, like you're a woman best friend. I know a lot of guys out there always choose to chill with their bros over their girls. So, like, Mm -hmm. imagine now your bro and you were together. You know, you're like, damn, this is amazing. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Mm -hmm. We can drink a bunch of beers, play games, (laughs) play soccer. And he's also my, like, this is also my love, you know. So that's how I felt like with with the woman. It was like, wow, you're like my best friend. And we happen to sleep together. So it just intensified that relationship. With a guy... I think after a while, I always feel like I'm just their partner. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not 
their best friend like i've started yeah. to get into this role of mom naggy yeah. yeah wanting more and it just feels like a different dynamic but mm -hmm. with another woman you don't have that in the household so it feels like we're both equal people mm -hmm. in a healthy yes. relationship uh so yeah like i would think like why are you with a guy like you're also sex like oh my god sex with the woman was so different like it we could have sex for hours like six hours straight like you know just Jesus. coming over and over and then with the guy like once he yeah, comes he's done I, and it's like dude like i haven't even came like you're yeah. like you come you're done i'm so horny as fuck yeah and now I have to go get my dildo and go to the bathroom. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, go down <laughs> on me. Like, do something. Do something. But with a woman, job. it's a lot of foreplay. And I think that, too, a lot of men, after a while, yeah. they get comfortable. They don't do foreplay as much. So it's like, you know, it was just, if it was such a different experience sexually that I loved. Like, and I'm a very mm -hmm. sexual person. Yeah. So that was really important to me. I was like, damn, like. I've never felt this. Like, I'll never right. be with a man again. <laughs> um, and at one point, I had to ask myself, like, am I gay? But I never once actually said that out loud because I knew, like, hmm. I can't say this until mm -hmm. we, we, we know for sure. Right, but right, I'm right, definitely right. not. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like it. I, I did feel straight away from, from the whole, like, uh, LGBT movement um, for a while. But, yeah. Um, yeah, now I embrace it. Like, yeah, you embrace like it. This yeah, is my you, community. You, and, like, yeah, whether or not you accept bisexual men isn't really mm -hmm. my issue. It goes down to, like, a personal thing. Like, there's that fear of, like, you're going to leave me for a man, you mm -hmm. know? And I get that. Like, I totally understand that. Because right. in my last relationship, like, there were times when, um, you know, we once went on a date, right? And, like, she mentioned, like... I, I miss male energy. So right. like imagine you have your girl and she tells you, I miss male energy. You're like, well, I'm not a man. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You she to puts you in a tough then. spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see why a lot of lesbians are like, no. Because at that moment after her, I was like, no, like I'm dating a lesbian. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to date me. So, uh, oh, so that's shit. that. <laughs> yeah, because you do feel inadequate if the person, obviously, your person shouldn't do that. Yeah. This goes to show you like the dynamic of dynamics that yeah 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 so because oh, you're gonna feel less than you're not gonna feel good about yourself you're gonna be like damn i can never be a man mm -hmm. right and right. so it can get very toxic if you're not sure of yourself yeah no absolutely you know? I, I see i see where you're coming from but yeah. yo see yo you see all these notes oh, i'm fucking learning bro I'm, yo I'm, I'm my so mind is like yeah i'm, 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 not, I'm just thinking i'm like fuck yes <laughs> yeah see i'm so glad you came yo Thanks. awesome so much yo so um we're about to fucking i love how we're feeding our listeners more time yeah. and more yes. shit like, yeah i love that shit but yo ah oh man oh, we also want to touch on on this one thing because i think this is a lot of this is something a lot of people maybe don't realize in bisexual relationships mm -hmm. yeah um so i realized there was a lot of competition that would come up Mm -hmm. You know, like when I'm with a guy, you know, you have you and I have me. We're two different genders. It's all good. Right. But with a woman, mm -hmm. I couldn't help but always compare myself. Like, is my body better? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like in that sense. Or like if you're both walking down the street and like only you get catcalled or only she gets catcalled, mm -hmm. it becomes an issue after a while. Yeah. And I've spoken to a lot of bisexual men who told me the same thing, that when they're with other men, 
it's competition. Who has a better body? Who has a better oh, job? Shit. Who makes mm-hmm. more money? So oftentimes they prefer to date a woman because they don't have that constantly playing in their mind. Mm. Yeah. And this is something that in my last relationship I noticed there was like internally, like I would always think like, who looks better? Mm-hmm. And it would, it would get to that point. It was so silly. It was so dumb, but it created a lot of resentment internally. Sure. And like, you know, I found myself comparing like my, my body to this person all the mm-hmm. time. And I just felt like I, I didn't feel good about myself, you know, and it was a personal thing, but it definitely like came out in the relationship as well. Right. Shit. All right. Mm-hmm. So guys, um, if you guys like this episode, um, any other ideas, any other things you want to add to us, um, to this particular subject, Oh, uh, feel free, yo. Shoot us up a DM. We're going to set up a bunch of polls. You want to give us your handle? Yeah. Um, if you want to follow me, <laughs> it would be c.m.mkup or Caroline Merejo. There you Ooh. go, guys. All right. So we're signing out. My name is Alan. My name is Yelitsa. My name is Caroline. <laughs> and we are Chicanex. <laughs> <laughs>